All right, so I, I think we can start. Okay. You ready? Yep. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. This is for the brothers up north. north. They're giving you that Getting back rid of smack. That jack smack. Oh, yeah, whatever. First smack back. You we got it. some podcasters. The, the smack, pa- smack that chat back. Whack. Whack chat back. Speaking of Yo. that. Yo. You know, we haven't listened to that stuff in Mad Long. In Mad Long, right? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of missing it. Should we tell the, the listeners what we're talking about? Uh, battle rap, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, you know why? Because the dude who used to do it, he went to a, um, he made an app. And then on the app, you have to sign up to, and then everything plays on the app. Like, you can't come back and, um, like replayed or whatever before it was all on YouTube and that's where remember that's where I used to watch it. Now it's on the app and I'm not yeah. really that committed to go out and actually do that. Well, speaking of battle raps, um, remember we used to walk. This is before the kids, guys. We used to walk the streets and battle rap each other. <laughs> Big facts. Oh yeah. You want you want to spit a session right now? I bet. Oh. Uh, Check it, yo, yo, I'm on the mic, podcasting at 10 at night. You can't see me, homie, because I'm just that light. Well, you're dark skin, but okay, it rhymes. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, yo, this is what we used to do. We was in the car. No. You're lying. You're right. We didn't have a car, we babe. We didn't have a car, yeah. We, that's what we used to do. We used to walk the streets at night and battle rap. And even I'm thinking like, oh, shoot, even when I was pregnant with Bryce, we would battle rap. So, like, let me do mine. Yo, this is Miss Wits. Wits and Grits, they call me. I'm a, help me out, babe. I'm a battle rapper and I'll... Used to use Spalding. <laughs> Beat it. Like, I used to play basketball. You know what's funny? The whole time when we used to do that, she used to actually kill me. Yeah. We used to get off because uh, we get off the train station and then it would be late at night because we used to take the... The two... Two bus. No, we have no, no, no. We have to transfer. Remember, we'll take the five up, then we will get to one eighty. If we have to wait for the two to get home, and it'll be mad cold. We always battle. No, rap. no, 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 no. You, you wait. No, no. The battle rap started when we moved to this side of the Bronx. No, baby. We used to watch them in the old hood. We used to watch them when we was dating. We didn't have the kids. We would watch them. And that's how we would keep warm during the winter. By the time we got over here, we were still battle rapping. But we were. Yes. No, I'm telling you. Dang. I wish we had. I wish we had something that we could look back. Like how we could have looked back to see when we first started the podcast. (laughs) No, but seriously. I remember us battle rapping. Because we used to have to walk. From the four train over here, and you used to be like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah." You're right, you're right, you're right. Well, guess what? When we have our guest speaker, 
next week. Maybe we'll make her battle rap. That should be our thing. Like everyone who comes on the mic got a battle rap us. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm feeling that. That'd be fun. All right. So um, today's date is the. What? Can I start the podcast? Oh, yeah, now? yeah, yeah. Let's start. Let's start. let's start. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode of podcasting with Bay. I'm it? your host. Wait, what? Oh, I thought you was calling me. Oh, hold on, Connor. All right, let's try this again. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to another episode, guys, of podcasting with Bay. I'm your host, M Dollars, aka Sexual Chocolate, aka the right one, aka the chosen one, aka MBZ slash Breezy. I make it all okay, look Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, uh. It's my turn. And the my beautiful co-host. AKA Wits and Grits, aka the baller, aka mother of two, aka wifey, aka sweet cheeks. AKA the mother of dragons, aka thunderclaps, a We're getting too personal. You're getting a little scared away. All right, all right, okay. Yeah. So all what right, we got guys. today? Um, let me see. We got a couple topics on the dock today. Um, first and foremost, I want to send an R. So we're a little late on this. I want to send an RIP to DMX. Uh, he passed of heart attack. Um, rumor has it it's from a drug overdose, but nothing is confirmed as of yet. No autopsy was done. Or no autopsy results were given out. So as of right now, it's just been a heart attack. So definitely RIP him to him. Um, also, speaking of DMX, it's sad that, you know, we have these great legends out here that put out beautiful music, but you don't really start blasting their music until they pass. Right. Kind of yeah. like Michael Jackson, DMX. Um, Just not or, even rappers not, in general. I, I won't even say if they pass. Maybe even if they get in trouble, like R. Kelly. <laughs> like, I didn't start blasting DMX again till after he passed. And I remember because I've been playing him every morning. And remember I was, uh, no, it wasn't a morning. It was the evening and you were bathing Marley. And I was like, hey, Google, play DMX. And it started playing. And you was like, oh, oh here we go. <laughs> yeah, play the DMX. What? I might wake up Marley. Tell her to stop. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, Google, music off. Anyway. So um, it started playing one of his songs and it started cursing. And you was like, babe, he can't listen to this. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot I got in my zone. But it's sad that we have to, you know. Yeah. And like they say, um, you definitely you got to give these guys their flowers while they're still here. 
Um, so definitely that. Also, another RIP to another legend, the underground leader of Shock G of Humpty Dumpty Dance fame. He died at 57. Are you kidding me? Yes. The digital underground leader, Shock G. And he, you know, you guys probably have heard this tune before. Uh, the Humpty Dumpty Dance. Yeah, he passed. Unfortunately, so uh, definitely RIP to him. He was 57. He died in Miami. Um, like I said, it's you know what it is, man. A lot of people, a lot of famous you celebrities have been passing. Humpty Dumpty Dump. Do the Humpty Dump. Is that what it is? Do the Humpty Dump. Yeah. Yeah, that's the song. Uh, do the Humpty Dump. Do the Humpty Dump. Sorry, sorry. Very rare. Um, so yeah, so he passed. So definitely RIP to him. Um, but and like I said, you know, just death in general is sad. Uh, transitioning into the George Floyd case, uh, decision was made into that. Yeah, that um, was. Can you believe it's been um a year? Wait, since he passed? Yes. Wow, time is flying. It's been a year, like a l- little bit over a year, but basically a year. Wow. Yeah, time is definitely flying. Um, so yeah, there's been a decision. So this gentleman was charged with three counts of uh, second degree murder. They couldn't charge him with murder because murder prove that you have to prove intent. That means that you have to prove that this person wanted to kill this person. Right. So they charge him with second degree murder. And basically. Hold on, let me just make sure here. That everything that I'm saying is correct. I don't want to. No, it's right. It's three. It's what um, he's charged with three charges. And one of them was second degree. Yeah, I'm trying to just make sure I get all the other two um, charges in there as well. I don't want to leave nothing out. But and, I, and I'll get back to that while I do some quick research on it. But yeah, so he was found guilty in all three. And again, that was surprising. Now, I was optimistic that it was going to happen because the video, generally cops get off because it's normally like splits. Sorry, can I tell you what he was found of? Uh, Go ahead. He was found of second degree murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so now that is the reason why he probably got convicted because the the burden of proof is is not as strict, I guess, as if it was in the first degree. So I think his sentence is going to be on May 18th. I believe they're going to sentence him. I hope he gets life, but he won't. You already know that. No, no. I think the most he might see might be 10 to 15. Who's going to get 10? He's, I, I think he's going to actually get maybe 8 to 10. You know how the system works. Just hate to say it, he's a white man. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised he even got convicted. And I think... And it's sad. And I think that was a shock to a lot of people as well, that that actually happened. Because, come on now, there was a million other cops cases out there where they kill people and you it's just like 
plain as day. Like, yo, come on, that's murder. There's no way you could justify that. The one where the dude shot the guy while he was running away from him and somehow he got off. So to see this happen, it's quite shocking. Now, do I think this is like a a trend that's going to start? Definitely not. And that leads me into the next thing. Uh, with that shooting in Columbus. Wait, I, I wanted to say something about that, too. So it's so sad that, um, you know, there's murals of him. I probably pronounced that word crazy. Murals? Murals, yes. I caught myself. Ooh, my own words. You know how I make up my own words. So there's a lot of murals um, of George Floyd, right? And there's one in Houston, like this really big, colorful one in Houston. And do you know someone did graffiti over it? What did it say? And it said, um, sorry, I'm having a black moment. It said, nigga lives don't matter. That ain't facing nobody no more. You know what? If this was maybe... And it was written on it with red letters. If this was maybe a few years ago, that might have had some impact on me. But they've been doing that ever yeah, since. But, but this happened right after he got sentenced. No, but that's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm saying. That kind of shit don't have no effect anymore. At least for me. Because you know what? Ever since... The uh, Trayvon Martin uh, and all the other high profile killings, they've been desecrating murals. You know, every time a mural went up for anybody who who a black person who got killed by a police officer and it made national news, they've been desecrating their grave sites, desecrating memorials. So it's for somebody to come now and come spray paint that on a picture of George Floyd. Come on, bro. That that's old now. You gotta you gotta come get more creative than that, cause that the, the shock of that that ain't affected personally. That's not that's not affecting me. Um, I mean, it like you said, it's not. I would say ever since Trump was in office and kind of encouraged people to, I guess, be bolder with their racism. Um. People are, don't care. Uh, but we, as a black person or as a black woman, I've always knew racism was very obvious, if that's the right terminology to say. No? Well, listen, I will say this. As the great prophet Kanye West once said, racism's still alive. They just concealing it. And Facts. racism will never go away in this country. It's it's the it's embedded in the DNA of what America is. It, it's it's the bedrock of its foundation. Like slaves built this country based on that bedrock of white slave owners, you know, beating into the subconscious of the slaves that white is right and you're nothing compared to us, whatever, whatever. So it's never going to go away. You know, a lot of people like to say it's generational and as the generations go. But yeah, you know what? There will always be this generation passing it down to the future generations. And 
as you said, like it would never go away. I guess a lot of people, because um, Derek got a sentence, they think that this is a move forward for it, for us, which it is, but I don't, basically, I don't feel like nothing's going to really change. It's, and honestly, um, could he get off still? Like, or is he definitely going to jail? Because Whoa. I have a, you know how the, there's always some ways somehow I want to, I don't want to say they get off, but because that's being racism, right? Or being racist. But somehow, some way, someone who's not of color or a minority gets off. Well, general's thing is they'll go through the, uh, once the judge uh, gives his sentence, they'll do the whole appeal process. And, you know, they'll they'll try to see if there's any way they can uh, wiggle out of whatever the the verdict was initially, which is guilty. So they still have he's not going to he's I mean, he's going to be locked up. He ain't coming out, but they still have, you know, he has a whole bunch of resources available to him to challenge the verdict. So it'll be a it'll be a little while. Before, you know, everything is finalized and set and he's gone. Do I think he'll win an appeal? No. I think he's going away. Just how much? Because he's a police officer, the judge might be lenient because they're all in that circle of uh, power and law enforcement. So we'll, we'll see. Um, justice is if they throw the book at him. If he gets anything less than the book, then then you know that you know they were looking for ways to make his life a little easy. Um, but like I said, I wanted to to transition to to come do a comparison between that case and then literally, I think it happened maybe a day, was it a day before the same day? No, it was hours before. Hours before the verdict came out? Yes. It was like at 4.30. And then the verdict came out like at 5 something. Like it was under two hours. Okay. And what we're talking about here, guys, is that in Columbus, Ohio, there was a police shooting involving a 16-year-old young lady. And she was shot and killed. And um, I'm a little... Well, all right. Uh, Gritz, you you wanna you wanna tell them a little bit about this case? Yes. So you know I'm not good with names. Um, can you pronounce her name for me? Yeah, I'll say the name. Her name was uh, Makia Bryant. Makia Bryant, and she was 16 years old. Yes. So Makia Bryant was outside of her house, and she's a foster kid. Um. You don't have too much information on it, but basically she got shot in front of her house by a police officer. She called, I'm assuming that she called, but because some people said she called and then some people said a girl called in, but I, I'm assuming it's her who called in. She said she was getting jumped um, by two girls 
And then police officers showed up. They have um, body cams from three different police officers. Each body cam shows a little bit of different, I guess, view of what. Because I guess they came at different times. So I know for sure one police officer body cam shows that after she got shot, he runs over there and he's like, hey, please stay with us. Don't leave us. We're right here. Like he's really trying to help save her life. And then the officer who uh, shot her, his body cam shows that once he got out the car, he immediately just started shooting, did four shots and bullets hit her. So she didn't immediately die on the scene. She died like a few hours after um, probably from the wounds. So, yeah, it's 16 years old. Girl fighting. She had a knife. There was no guns. And not trying to be, like, sexist, but she's a female. She's a child. And here we go again. I'm getting kind of sad about this as we're talking, just as when I found out about uh what was that guy when they shot his car up with his kids in there remember last year this was around when Bryce was born i can't even think of his name are but you talking the, about the school teacher i don't know but he's paralyzed and they shot him while he was he was helping a fight here we go again another black person Dealing pertaining to a flight of a flight flight of pertaining to a fight and the police show up and they just immediately start shooting. But I remember I can't think of his name, pregnancy brain, um, that he was stopping a fight. He had his kids, his four kids in a car. Police came, showed up and started shooting him, paralyzed him in front of his kids. And that made me realize that could have been my son. So this story or this situation is making me realize like that could be Marley P, you know, like get in a little fight with a friend or an enemy because, you know, she's going to be taught to stand up for herself. Don't use a knife, but stand up for yourself. And then someone calls the police to break it up because they're out of control. They can't break it up. And Guns go off and she could possibly not be here. That's scary. That is very scary. Well, while that is scary, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm totally against everything you just said. I'm not in support. First of all, I watched this. I saw the video. I went up on YouTube, but found the dash cam videos. Um, not dash cam. I'm sorry. The uh, the recordings from the body cam, body cam videos. So I saw those videos. I saw the videos from the different perspectives of the different officers pulling up into the scene. I saw the video of the guy who did the shooting. Now I'm gonna tell you this straight up. I agree with what he did, and what the hell is that? Oh shit! You agree? Please, guys. 
if you know us, don't come shooting up our house because this is my, my husband agrees to this police office. No, no, no. But listen to me. I, there's a reason why I said that. So watching that video, first of all, homegirl had a knife in her hand. So when you when when dude old boy pulls up, police officer pulls up, right? He hops out the car. First thing he's like, yo, calm down, calm down. Tell me what happened. Because he's talking to um, Shorty in the Pink. Shorty in the Pink was leaned up against the car in the driveway. And he rushed out, said, yo, tell me what happened. Tell me what's going on. As soon as he's walking towards them, the girl that got shot, you see her come into the frame, pushing another girl. The other girl hits the ground. And then you hear the cop going, oh, shit. Yo, yo, calm down, calm down. Stop, chop, stop, 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 stop. And then he gets, he turns. He makes like a turn to the left. You see the girl with the knife in her hand. And now she has her hand swung back. Knife in hand. Like she's about to stab the living hell out of the girl in the pink. And if they online, you know, Twitter, whatever, they have a freeze frame of the shot where you see the knife in the girl's hand. She has one hand pushed up against the girl in the pink. And let me tell you this straight up. If he didn't shoot, the girl in the pink was going to get stabbed up because there was no way she was holding the way she was holding that knife. That was coming in for a stab. Right. So me personally, I agree. Four shots. Bop, 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 bop. You know why? Because he just saved. He saved old girl's life. Now, if he didn't show shoot her, suppose he had said, oh, grab the taser, taser. But somehow, while tasing her, she was still able to get that swing off with that knife and stab the girl in the chest. Everybody would have been like, oh, he could have did more. He could have did this. You know what? I don't blame the cop for what happened. You know who I blamed? After the girl got shot, there was a dude on the camera who all of a sudden started screaming, oh, nah, y'all shot my baby. Hell no, you just shot my baby. She was a kid. She a kid. Nigga, if that's your baby, and I'm assuming when you say baby, they mean your daughter. I'm going to assume. I'm not sure who that person was exactly. But nigga, if you in there talking about that's your baby, why you ain't dead that whole situation once she grabbed that knife? Why you let it escalate to the point where police had to be called? Well, because you know we hate each other. We think fighting one another is a good thing and it's all good. But that's my so they, point. He, one of them, he if that's his baby, he probably was sitting up there like, yeah, get her. Like, and antagonizing. All right, so you're just proving my point. So whose fault was it then? You are an adult on the scene. You see uh, a young lady with a knife running around, threatening people about to stab somebody. And you don't see, and that's your kid. You don't see to step in and say, yo, give me that goddamn knife. You don't need all of that. If you don't want to act all wild, yeah, they came to your crib in front of your house. Wait, hold they, on, what, hold on, hold on. I'm watching a video as we're talking. And the guy, he was like saying, she had a knife. She just went in. She's a kid. If you, before he says that, sh- he actually is kicking the kid. He's helping her with the fight. So this are you agreeing with shit. me now or what? Because it sounds like you're, you're changing here. This is some ghetto shit. But anyways, let me just finish my point because I'm, I want to make a point here. This cop is going to get off. First of all, they're not, he's not going to get fired and he's not going to get charged. What he did was right given the circumstances. There was an immediate threat to another person's life. 
four shots, stop the threat. Okay, the well, fall, let me on, finish before before you rebuttal, because I know you're about to go in. But let me rebuttal. The fault lies with the parents or with old boy who said that's my baby. Y'all could have stopped. Y'all could have put a squash on this from when she came out that house with that knife. You should have stepped in and been like, no, because yeah, you're going to take because something might happen where you're going to regret. Give me that knife. If you want to go shoot the fair one with them and and while out, go ahead. Use your fist. Ain't nobody dying from a fist from a punch. But you, you, you got a knife. Nah, shit might go crazy. They, the fault lies with you, my man, because you an adult, you and the other ladies and their grown ass adults looking at her going crazy like that. And y'all didn't step in to do it. And then she was the one who called the police. So first of all, Dude, you see the cops pull up. You supposed to be like, no, 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 yo, yo, ch- 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 go in the house, go in the house. Give me the fucking knife. Go in the house. Automatically, because you know what it is. Cops come, they, they, they don't know nothing. They just looking at everything and they ready to start popping off. If, if, if what y'all say, because given the circumstances, you see everything that's happening. You should have stepped and be like, yo, get in the house. No, 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 chill, chill. You wilding, you wilding right now. Nothing. And you went and go try to kick somebody in the head. What? Whatever. The fact of the matter is her family failed her, whether to be the foster family or whoever. They failed her horribly. Now, the fact that she died. Yes, it's messed up. And I'm so sorry because at 16, this young lady hasn't even lived her life yet. You know, she had a you never know, you know, shit happens like this. She might have went on to become a judge, a doctor, whatever. We never know, because as a kid. As you grow older, you know, you, you get smarter, you learn to, you know, shit just happens where you, you start to realize and you, you mature. Basically, you mature as you get older. She wouldn't get that option right now, unfortunately, because of circumstances. But to blame the cop in this one, no. She had a knife. And like I said, if you saw that still image, you and actually I, somebody. I saw it. I'm, I'm watching it. I mean, why homie couldn't shoot the tire? Why he couldn't shoot the car? Because any gunshot is going to scare someone and people are going to start ducking. Right? Like, if you hear gunshots, you're going to stand there? No, you're going to duck. You're going to run. Shoot the damn window. Shoot the tire. Scare the kids because they're kids. And then it would have stopped. Then go ahead. Run in. Don't aggressively attack the girls. But... Calm them down. Separate the girls. Am I wrong? All right. You know what? I'm going to give you a scenario. Look at the video, right? The girl in the pink is Marley. And the girl rushing her is just a girl with a knife in her hand. A cop pulls up and he sees that. What do you want him to do? Uh, why would you put my kid in this? No, because that's that's basically what it is. If in this situation, if your daughter, if our daughter is in a fight and someone got her hemmed up on a car with a knife in their hand, with the knives about to swing in and a cop is standing right there. What do you want? Do you want him to say, stop? No, please don't do that. Wait, hold on. Let me grab my taser. Uh, wish, I just told you what I want him to do. I want, you him, want to, him to shoot. You want him to shoot. So you're trying to tell me 
that this cop is going to pull up, assess everything and go, oh, wait. Oh, my God. Look how she about to kill her. No, uh, I let me shoot the tire real quick. Maybe that'll to, stop him. I, he would have to shoot the girl. That's what he did. And, but, he, and, okay, the, but and the, the fact that he even said it over and over, every time they kept saying, yo, you killed her. She a kid. And he said, no, she had a knife and she was about to stab her. OK, so but, but, look, they're trained, right? Why he couldn't shoot her in the kneecap? That's not part of training, sweetheart. Why? Four shots to the chest. Stop the stop. Stop the suspect moving. Listen, he wasn't wrong in this. I don't care what no one says. I'm shoot for once. Gr- I will shoot stand the girl with kneecaps. I'm gonna stand with. I'm gonna stand with five on this. I'm gonna stand with twelve on this. Well, we'll see. We'll keep updated on the case, and we'll see where it goes. He yeah, but- probably is gonna get off though, but he should have shot the girl in the kneecap straight up. Pow pow. <laughs> but you know what? I don't want to stick on all this because this is very depressing and negative. All I'm, but like I said, I agree with what happened. I blame the adults that were standing around there watching all of this transpire before that policeman showed up. They are to, they're at fault at this because they could have stopped all of this from escalating to that level. They had that option. They did not. They sat back and even tried to engage in fucking fighting the kids nah fuck that so we're not even gonna do that and speaking of kids on to a more lighter topic and you know what i need to do whenever we talk about depression shit like this i need to find like a a little melody or something just to play to kind of like you know what you can play baba black sheep have you any wool yes sir yes sir all right if i could just meet your mic right now i would (laughs) Oh, <laughs> well, you but, know, it's that song is stuck in my head because that's your son's favorite song. Yes, it is. And I think it's a horrible song. I don't know why you got him hooked on that song. It's a horrible song. It reminds me of slavery. You don't think? Baba Black Sheep reminds you of slavery. Yeah. No, don't ask me. Don't ask me. Okay. All right. So speaking of, um, I'm going to say slavery. Speaking of Baba Black Sheep, moving on to lighter topics. Marley, Marley P, that's our youngest now, because Bryce has been upgraded to big brother status when she came along. So we've been kind of doing a comparison chart between the two of them at this stage. And Marley's only been like, what now, a month? She's actually five weeks. Okay, so a month five and change. Five weeks and a few days. Almost about to be six weeks. Yeah, so we, we, I know it's wrong. You're not supposed to compare kids. But God damn it. Listen, Marley is a handful. <laughs> and there has to be some comparisons. I, I hope the, the listeners don't get upset that we, every time we get on the bike and we talk about the kids, we always say how much a handful Marley P is. Because she is. She is really a handful. Like, so with Bryce, we were spoiled. So, all right, comparison time. When Bryce was born to when Marley was born, they both looked the same. Marley was heavier. And I think her lungs were more developed. That's why she cries so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they look so much the same that Google has recognized them as the same kid. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. 
So when Bryce was born, Bryce was very chill. Like he didn't cry in the hospital that much. He cried when he came out and then he was just quiet. And I remember. I already know what you're about to say. I already know what you're about to say. What? No, no, no. What I'm saying is when they brought him back, because both were breast were breastfed babies. When they brought him back to the room. He didn't really cry that, that no, much, he, except for when he was hungry. Myself. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, no. You, you think I'm about to come at you about that? No, but no, no. I'm not even going into that. I thought direction. she was going to say this. This is what I thought you were going to say because this is what you said in the hospital. I remember this specific. specific help me with that word. Specific. Tap it out. Uh, oh Specifically. yeah. Pa. I didn't really mean oh, for you okay, to tap sorry, it out. Sorry. Come on, man. We, we got to get into that later. But um, I remember you saying she can't. So Bryce did come out, did a little wham wham. And then all of a sudden he was just quiet. Stay quiet. Brought me down to the room. Still quiet. And because we were up in the delivery room for at least three hours before we went down into the room. Marley P came out. Wham wham. Still, wham, wham, for a good five minutes, five to ten minutes. Like nonstop. And you know what? We're lucky that we, wait, 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 wait. We're kind of lucky that we got that private room. Because think about it. Bryce was a shared room. This was pre-COVID. Bryce was 2019, pre-COVID. And Mount Sinai, we shared the rooms. They didn't give you, to get a private room, you had to pay more money at that time. Yeah, it was $1,200. Absolutely not a day. Twelve hundred a day. We the business weren't doing that. Yeah, that that was out of that was out of reach. Um, but due to COVID with Marley, we actually got a private room. They were like, um, so the the issue was that they we did our COVID test, but the test didn't come back before the birth. So they had to be. They couldn't share rooms because of that. So they gave us our own private room waiting for the test. And then by the time the test came, we only had like, what, 12 hours left before we had to get kicked out because they only let you stay. What is it? Three days? No, no, baby. That was back in the day when my mom was a baby. Oh, no, I'm sorry. When my mom had us, they would say three days. We stayed a day and a half. Come on, get your brain. Yeah, they they were like, get the hell out of here. You don't really need to be here, whatever. No, I'm joking. But so Marley was a cry. And I even said, I said, damn, this little baby cries. No, this is what you said. <laughs> so she came out. She was weighing, 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 weighing for like five or 10 minutes. And you go, oh, my God. You are a crier. And, um. You really haven't developed your young, your, I mean, your, your lungs yet. Oh, man. <laughs> and then in my head, I said, oh, shit. I hope she had a cow licky baby. We are definitely in for it. And we have been in for it. I must say, Marley P has improved. We are on week, almost week six. And my cousin told me, like, Cause I was having mental breakdowns. Like I was venting to my cousin, like, 
she nothing. She always cries. What do we do? I'm vented to my bestie. Like, oh my God, all she does is cries. I'm just vented to everybody that I'm very close to. Like, all she does is cry. And they're giving suggestions on like how to help her with her crying. Because not only does she cry a lot, but she's only she's not crying because she's like hungry or she's just it's straight. I'm sorry. She's not crying like straight hours. So she's not a colicky baby. But she's crying because she wants to be held. And when you have a one year old, one and a half year old, sorry, Bryce, one and a half year old running around, you have to feed him. I'm potty training him. I can't hold you, Marley P. So I hate to say it, guys, some people might be upset when I say this, but we have to do the cry out method. And she is getting a lot better. And also, too, we may feel like she cries a lot. And please don't say like, oh, here you go again, backing her up. But I think we feel like she cries a lot because she doesn't get a pacifier. We gave Bryce a pacifier. And actually, when you time her, she only cries for three minutes. If she's not hungry. If she's hungry, she's going to cry straight through. And that's a tip for people who are pregnant or just had a baby. Your child has different cries. And because I guess we didn't give Marley a pacifier, it took us a little bit longer to figure out her cry difference. But when she cries and then she does this like long, like, that's a tired cry. But if she cries and stops and then cries again strong, that's a hunger cry. Man, fuck all that. All them cries sound the same to me. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm over that shit. Because you know what? It, she cries no matter what you do. You pick her up and she'll, she'll look at you and be like, eh, and then she starts well, crying. Her belly You're like, is hurting. Her belly's hurting. Poor. Her belly's hurting, baby. And everything is her belly's hurting. This is all you ever hear. She, mommy comes get her. Oh, is your belly hurting, little baby? Oh, it's the milk. It's the milk. Okay, I'll take care of you. And through all of this. <laughs> That's so, my baby girl. Like, Bryce her- wasn't crying like this. You know, you know what I liked about Bryce? The fact was, Bryce was an eater. Don't do that. Don't no, no, do no, that. Wait, let me finish. Bryce was an eater. Bryce would eat and sleep. Bryce would eat to the point where he would comatose out. And then you would know because he would just go. <laughs> his mouth was open and that was it. Peace. You, you know, you had your four hours of sleep. You're hitting right then and there. Right. OK, but listen, don't you cannot say Marley's not a sleeper. She is an amazing sleeper. So when we transition her into the crib, the great thing is this is why I'm, I'm kind of glad that we're doing the cryo method earlier thank you um marcel bennett I'm yes because i was it. the one who did it because if not we'd be picking her up every five seconds because that's what we were doing previously <laughs> but continue <laughs> yes we were i was I, I i finally admitted that's that's something major for me to admit something um well guys you know what's crazy about that with bryce she was the one saying no don't pick him up because i was like because again, that was my Bryce is my first, right? Oh, you wanted to hold him well, actually, all day. 
let's let's put it like this. When I met Whitney, oh, Whitney no. told me, and I quote, because she used to tell me this all the time. I guess she was trying to tell me that she's a nurturer. Oh, I'm great with kids. All my friends got kids. I helped raise all my kids. I know I know how to do I know how to handle kids. I know how to do this. I know how to do that. I've got lots of experience with that. Blah 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 blah. So tickle me surprise when Bryce comes around. And of course, you know, she's just like, baby. Stop but come on, come on, come on. Wait, wait. You... Baby, stop picking him up. You can't pick him up like that. I'm telling you, you're gonna spoil him, and then it's it's gonna be hard to break him out of that when he gets older. We have to train him from early. Stop picking him up. Made me feel like shit. I was like, all right, fine. I'm going to put him down. Whatever, 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 right? Had Bryce screaming his head off until... And he figured it out eventually. And he was a good baby. So now, (laughs) baby number two comes around. And I'm just like, all right, same method. Come on, let's do this shit. Let her ass cry it out. No. We listen, can't do that. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, the reason why I wasn't able to do the crying method with her right away because she was three days old and you was like, that's it. Cry out method. That's it. And I was like, oh no, she's a newborn. You can't do that. And then I said, okay. Remember he said, I never listened to him. I always put his opinions on the backside Whitney listen to your husband he's helping you so I was like okay I'm gonna try then I'll put her down and I'll, I'll get weak go get her by day four because day three she was crying so much day four I was like fuck this shit cry out method start it <laughs> this is that I can't take this and so I still was weak and I finally got strong at one month. And now she cries it out. She has no choice. I, I have another kid. And I'm going to have to go to work. You're going to have to go to work. or And we're going to have to have other people watch them for us real quick. And no one wants to watch a crying ass baby. I mean, I don't. Or no one wants to watch a baby where they have to hold them 24-7. Goddamn right. So, so she has gotten better. Don't don't do my girl. Don't do my girl. My baby has gotten better. And I'm proud of her. I'm a proud mom. No, no. No, no. Marley definitely has gotten better. I won't sit here and lie about that. Um I think she's starting to learn her what what do you call it? Her schedule? Yes. Or her workflow or whatever you want to call that. Um, she's starting to learn that. And she's eating better, I think. Uh, yeah. The titty milk is flowing all over the place. Yeah. And it's... she's now full. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> very grateful Thank God. for that. No, shout outs to the fennel seeds. Fennel seeds. So wait, so that actually works? Yes. So oh. my cousin put me onto it. So I had bought fennel seeds from Amazon. One of my clients had told me um, when Bryce. Wait, let me ask you a question. Is so if fennel seeds work for titty milk, you think they'll work for my milk? What? Mm. That one went over our head. All right, moving right along. What else is on the docket? Um, let's see. <laughs> one, two, three. Yeah, we're gonna keep on moving here. Uh, 
Virtual learning. Kids, virtual learning. When are yes. they going to stop this? Well, I didn't realize how hard virtual learning is until actually this week. So this week I had to do virtual learning with a five-year-old. And I was like, holy shit. Thank God the kids are not in well, school. Before you get all into detail, let me ask, ask the question. Who the hell thought this was a great idea? It's stupid. I mean, Who? but what were you, what are the kids going to do? What, put, tell me, what would you do if Bryce is supposed to go to kindergarten? Or well, both of them. There's, Bryce is supposed to go to first grade. Marley's supposed to go to go kindergarten. What are you supposed to do for the whole year? And you're working. Listen, if the kids can't go to school, the kids can't go to school. So you just keep no, them no, no, out of wait. school. I don't know which think tank the Department of Education came up with and was just like, <laughs> oh, you know what would be great? If we all gave them computers and told them every morning to, <laughs> to come in front of a desk, sit down so we could teach you stuff. These, these, are, these are children. They're like five. Yo, their attention span is like 10 seconds. Well, what made I them think they would actually... Another baby tip. However old the child is, that's how long their attention span is. I don't know how true that is because <coughs> you have adults that are 50 and they have an attention span of a five-year-old. But um, that was a great little tip I got from a lady in TJ Maxx. I'm always make, actually it was the cashier who gave me that tip. I'm always meeting randoms. Well, not meeting randoms, but I'm always getting a connection with everybody. But she gave me that tip and she was like, yeah, put, because uh, I was telling her something about Bryce and whatever. And she was like, you know, you can start. Oh. Are you kidding me? Sorry. Uh, you were doing a run on story there. Sorry. Wrap it up. Well, basically, if your child is one, their attention span is one minute. Is that better for you? Yes, thank you. Because you were about to go, you know, and that's one thing with Whitney. Whitney will start with one story and she'd be like, let me tell you why the sky is blue. And then 15 minutes later, she suddenly goes, oh, what are we talking about again? Oh, yeah, the sky, the sky. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. That's just my brain. That's a creative person's brain. Yeah, call it what you will. I call it ADD. But yeah, but virtual learning was a lot of work. I wish you you need to do a session. You need to yeah, do a session. I haven't experienced it yet, but just based on what you're telling me, that shit is crazy. Because it's it's literally meant it's literally chaos. Chaos on the screen with kids. Because I don't, me as a teacher, I wouldn't expect any kid to be paying attention if they're in their no, own house. they're not. So let me give you a story of one of the kids. So there's at least 12 kids on, in the classroom, I'm assuming. Yeah, it seems about like 12. So one of the kids' names, um, Lyric. Teachers teach in the class. Then all, so all of a sudden, he goes, Miss Colonial. Um, or what? Uh, no, her name's not Miss Colonia. That's the PE teacher. Um, let's just say Miss Ann. I forgot the damn teacher's name. 
Miss Anne, you see my suitcase in the background? <laughs> she goes, no, I didn't recognize it, but go ahead and tell me about it. And I liked how she, the kids might be doing something that they're not supposed to. She calls them out on it. She laughs about it. Or she'll still have them explain what they're doing, even though it's not the right thing, if that makes sense. So she goes, no, but you can go ahead and tell me about it. He goes, I'm going out of town. And she goes, really? Where are you going? He goes, I'm going to New Jersey. (laughs) It was just so cute because you're in New York. He thinks going to New Jersey is going out of town. And he literally interrupted class to talk about his suitcase and his trip. And then there was another girl. She constantly kept playing with her baby doll. Miss Ann had to keep telling her, like, "Um, Mila, you have to put your baby up. We're in school. We're in school. We're in school. So, yeah, they can't stay focused. It looks like I can't either. Exactly my point. So that's why I'm just like, it's, it's kind of silly. Kids need to be in class. And also, too, most of the parents are done checked out on this after the first three weeks. When they realize exactly what it takes to actually teach they freaking badass kids, they like, oh, hell to the nah. Yeah, I need because. School is a, is a breakaway from kids where the the. the, the the parent goes to work or wherever, or if they, they take a day off and they can mentally kind of clear their brain and prep themselves for the next next day or whatever. When they got to stay home, because obviously if they work in an office, the office is like, all right, you can work from home. And now the school is saying, oh, yeah, the kids could learn from home. And parents and student now got to coexist. Oh, hell no. That will never work. So I know there's a lot of places where they're bringing the kids back in, but some, some places look like they're trying to make this permanent. I'm just like that. Mm-mm. I don't know. I have some dumbass kids walking around here. And that's the scary part. Like, Oh, ooh, 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 sorry. Ooh. <laughs> My milk's filling it. I hate the let down feeling. Ooh. If you were wondering what's happening here, the titty milk is coming in, <laughs> meaning that Marley is about to wake up. Yes. Oh, this God, thing, this apparently titties are now on a schedule. Yes, they are on clockworks. So whenever clockworks titties start to tingle, generally means Marley is about to mingle. Oh, bars. Yeah, that, that's how my rap career started. So anyways... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on virtual learning. I was never sold on it from the jump. And the fact that they're still doing it is kind of disturbing. I'm hope, hopefully, though, with all this vaccine rollout, eventually they could get all these kids sorted out and back. Uh, one thing, though, with the virtual learning, I'm glad for. If you take the New York City subways, you're glad that these badass, rude-ass kids are not on them fucking subways. Sweet mother of Jesus. Hey, you that's going to be fucking- one of your kids one day. Those badass little kids. I know, but until then, fuck them badass kids. These little motherfuckers be on there cursing up a storm. Yo. I mean, like, you, you know what's crazy? 
they on there saying motherfucker this yes. and bitch fuck you and yes. your whack ass pussy and i'm looking like dude you're five what the fuck you know about pussy yeah i actually experienced that at the park the other day when we was at the park the other day the girl's just cursing like a sailor and then the other girl had a full face of makeup and just listening to the conversation was like oh shit like these girls are acting like if they're teenagers and they literally were in middle school remember i said baby look at that little girl she's mad thick remember she had the lime green shoes um that's pedophilia and i did not look at her therefore uh, i have no idea what you're talking about (sighs) okay (sighs) not like that crazy man but anyway these kids are mad grown and then the funny thing is right so they out here curse cussing like sailors talking reckless but then if you ever bring it to their parents they're like what not my baby she's an angel she doesn't curse and you don't think you're gonna be like that I put nothing past Bryce. I put nothing past Marley. You know why? Because I know that Bryce is going to be the ringleader and Marley going to be his cohort. Right <laughs> exactly. behind his Exactly. Nope. Not putting nothing past them two. Fuck that. Oh, my God. Oh, speaking of which. Well, not really speaking of which, but I hope everybody's watching this show Snowfall. Because this is a good fucking show. Oh, man. Like. I think season four just wrapped. Yeah. Episode 10 just went um, last Black. Wednesday. Yeah, right, right, right. And that was a dope episode. I mean, I only got on the show because of you, of course. I recommend um, all the good shows in the household. I, put her out, out. I wouldn't say you put me on all the good shows. Well, I was the one that put you on the Game of Thrones. Okay, one point. I put you on to, well, I try to put you on a Breaking Bad, but. Okay, two points. Two points. I also was the one that put you on to Snowfall, three points. Okay, granted. three points. And I, there's another show that I, I put you on to, but most of the time I put you on to shows and we start to watch it, but then we never finish it because you fall behind and then you expect me to wait. But guess what? I'm a new Whitney, new mommy out here. And I've been watching the shows. And I've been finishing them. Can Right? Right? I've actually been finishing them more than you. Yeah, because I'm still behind uh, Queen of the South. Yes. I think I'm still on season one. I heard they're coming out with a season four for that. That's so. why I wanted... I kind of... You know what? That's going to be on the next binge show. I, been, I had to binge um, Snowfall. I just finished binging um, Grownish. Which is amazing. Reminds me so much about college. <laughs> Wait, is, is Grownish still uh pl- you All right, calm down, Hal. Calm down. You're like twenty years out of college. Relax. <laughs> I Jesus. mean, you gotta come to one of our homecomings. It goes thing out. So Grownish, is there more now is that show currently airing or is does Netflix just it, have they all have the a episodes? new season coming out? Mm-hmm. It's coming out in June. Okay. That's why I binged it. All right then. I'll try to put you on to that, and that's a really good show. I'm not, you know what it is? I'll probably watch that um, later on. Normally, shows like that when it's like four or five seasons deep, and are you kidding me? With... Don't you even start that? Huh? Don't you even start that? 
You cannot say if it's like four or five season in, you don't start it. No, no, wait. Can you even let me finish? Oh, Jesus. sorry, I was getting amped up. No, what I was saying was shows that's like that when it's like four to five. Normally, I would like to wait until the whatever season is about to start ends. Because if I binge and I catch up, I'm not going to be able to. I won't take the time to actually watch a show when it airs on cable. If you make sense. So then I'm going to have to wait until that season. So it might as well just be like, yo, wait until everything is on Netflix. Normally, whenever the season ends, Netflix has it up maybe a week after or whatever. And then yeah, just, that's, that's true. And just totally just binge out on it right like that. Well, maybe that works for you, but. Yeah. I mean, Snowfall is mad good. Yeah. But sh- and shout out to my boy, Frank. Yo. Franklin's whole life is about to get crazy now. Spoiler Yo. alert, guys. If you have not watched this, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 10, spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear it, just skip past this right now. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. his whole shit is about to go crazy because it, everybody's starting to realize, like, yo, we could be doing our own thing and Why not we be working under the this wing. Nigga? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think when he finds out what Reed did to his pop. Well, we don't know. We don't know. Well, I'm assuming, based on what they showed us, that his pop comes season, what is this, five? When, when yes. Season five, whenever that comes out, his pop is not going to be around. Yeah, I don't Mama's so. going to come back, drop the news, and I think he's going to try to go to war with Reed over that. Good prediction. Um, yeah. But I think, like I said, I think it was good writing from the Jump Street. Well, actually, I feel like this last season was like not keeping me up. I feel like I was falling asleep a lot on me. Like it was boring. I think that's maybe because of Marley. No, seriously, because I think this was one of the better seasons. It had a lot more action and it was really deep. Like there was a lot of incredible. Hold on, what did I say? Intricate? Intricate. There was a lot of intricate shit happening that you had to really pay attention because there's a lot of moving parts. The, the shit with old girl, um, what'd you call it? Leon killing her daughter and then she go trying to get revenge. That was a dope little thing right there. So I, I like it, man. Definitely. I like, um, I like the dude that plays you like the, the uncle. lead character. You like the uncle. Yeah, yo, name? Jerome, 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 oh man, yo. That, that man Whoever that crazy. actor is, I'm not sure what's his name, but whoever that actor is, yo, he's playing the hell out of Jerome, boy. Like, yo, his old mannerism, the way he walking and them fucking curls in his head, he sound, he look like. <laughs> that juice in his head. Yeah. <laughs> that juice. You from Cali. Is that how, to me, the depiction yes, of an OG California is exactly how he looks. And actually how they talk, because I remember coming here, my cousins used to be like, yo, you talk mad white um, and mad proper. That's what they would tell me. You talk mad proper. And listening to them, I'm like, yeah, that's home. That's Cali. That's Cali swag right there. Do they say swag anymore? I think that went out maybe four years ago. Okay. 
anyways. But oh, so uh, Jerome's name, the actor, I'm sorry to cut you off, is Amin Joseph. That's his name. So his name is Amin Joseph. Shout out to him, man. Like I said, he's yeah, playing sh- the hell out of that character. He's actually very a treat. Uh, very treat. Jesus Christ. He's very cute. Poor oh, old man. Calm down, Hal. Calm down. Calm down. Like Let's not get carried away. No, but yeah, so shout out to him. Um, but Snowfall is definitely fun. It's one thing though. I'm curious with the whole Snowfall thing. With them selling that kind of dope and whatever, they never showed um these dudes like messing with the groupies or whatever that comes with the money. You would think that What do you mean? No, remember they got a white boy in their crew. They don't No, really the white even... boy been gone. When? He hasn't. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. He's still there because they never showed. Now, I might be wrong, but they never showed him leaving the crew or getting killed. or No, like they that. haven't. But remember at the end, I was like, yo, they getting rid of mad people without getting rid of them. Because I thought they almost got rid of uh, the neighbor, the girl. Remember what is her name? Uh, she went and started. Oh, the one that the one that. Yes, uh, I don't want to he, tell the he whole showed story. up on whatever. Yes. Yo, speaking of which, tell me that that scene with the. No, you didn't even see this yet because you no, you did. You were watching it with me. Duh. The scene with the cane. Yeah. After he gave it a talk and then he mm-hmm. kind of just rested the cane. The symbolism in that. I see it as that cane. That, that was a crutch. That was his family. Mom, his pop. Jerome, um, Jerome's boot thing. I forgot her name, but they were all things that he had to worry about because he was, I was close to him, personal, even Leon. Then now all of them left. Well, trying to leave like mom disappeared. Leon is telling him, yo, I don't want to do this shit. No more shit is kind of hectic. And then Jerome and them like, nah, my nigga, we want to go start up our own shit, like had our own mafia. And I think for him now, that kind of made him realize like, you know what? Fuck this. I got to be harder than this. I can't show no weakness. So after he had to talk with old girl, that was the neighbor um, whose poppy killed. The symbolism is like, this ain't the weak, frankly, no more caring about people's feelings and, you know, try not to hurt. Nah, fuck that. You either get in line, you either bow down or lay down. Straight up. But that's Franklin's just becoming very um he's feeling himself. That's all I can say. I don't want to give away the show, but he's that feeling was himself. Definitely a show. But again, I'm curious, they never they don't have no white girls in there. Um I thought that, you know that they might throw that sprinkle that in with all that money them dudes is making. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have no white girl. Yeah. I, you yeah. Know, I never had had a white girl. Well, you know they call white girl. I think they call white girl powder. Hmm. I don't know the terminology. Yeah, they call white girl. Cause well, I I'm having a um brain freeze. Jeezy, white girl? No? 
or maybe it was what, plies. What you oh, you mean you mean they call him powder, as in the drug white girl? Yeah, I th- I, I believe so. Oh, okay, okay. Well, all right. Yeah, all right. yeah. But I don't. I w- really know because I don't do the white girl. Well, I hope you don't fucking do the white girl. The hell? I never tried the white girl. I'm too. I'm too scared to try anything outside of weed. But wait, back to the white girl. Let me get back on track. You were saying, what about a white girl? No, I was saying that I've never been with a white girl before. Um, what, so remember what? when I told you when you first met me, I was like, I used to go like um, bar hopping downtown. We had a, I had a, like a little crew that I used to go bar hopping with in the city. And you don't want to give them a shout out? Well, no, because I don't know. We don't really click up like that anymore. So I don't. And again, I don't know who listens to this and I don't want to get nobody in trouble because I don't know, you know, if they're boot up, significant other, wife, whatever. And maybe the past they don't want to bring up. But I remember we used to bar hop and it used to be a ritual thing, like maybe every other Saturday, Friday, you know, we would just go out and get shit faced. But we never used to go to like club clubs because. we th- th- That's not the vibe we were looking for. We just wanted somewhere to chill. And in New York. You don't really need to go to a club. You go to a bar, you can have a good time. Uh-oh. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I know that cry anywhere. Somebody's it's, it's okay. up. That, that's my baby. That's my baby. I, I got her. I got her. All right. So let me tell you guys how this bar hopping shit used to go, right? We used to get down into the city by 10. And I remember one. Actually, get into the city by 10. We'll meet up, say, on 8th Ave. 8th Ave is where generally all the dive bars and shit is at. And then you work your way down. I would, we would normally start maybe like 49th Street around Hell's Kitchen. And then you work your way through Hell's Kitchen because Hell's Kitchen is probably, I think, like in the 40s. And you work your, work your way down, maybe six or seven bars. By the time you get to that 7th or 8th bar, you should be lit, nice. And then the eighth bar is where you kind of just finish your night out. And so we would go do this beers, shots, tequila, you name it. And of course, be full of white girls. You know, we'd be dancing around, having a good old time. And I remember I was telling Whitney, I was like, you know, do all of this. I never really hooked up with none of them. Like, it was never like, yo, fellas, you know what I mean? I got a little something on on the hook right now, you know what I mean? We're going to head back to XYZ or whatever. And I think about that sometimes. Like, hmm, missed opportunities in life to experience that. Because, you know, there's been a lot of rumors about white girls and, you know, what they're good at. You know, like, oh, white girls give the best fellatio. And, well, I think that came about because I think White girls don't really think too much about fellatio. I think it's more they would rather do that than than bust it open on the first night. Versus with a black girl. Black girls, you know, if you ever listen to a black girl talk, she's like, listen, I only do that to people I like. Right. And I remember. Oh, hey, you're back. Okay. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. back, back. I remember um, being around my friends and. um. We always would say, yeah, white girls, 
he he's messing with a white girl because she she giving him head or she giving it up mad easy. And that's sad. Hey guys, we want to introduce you to Marley Pete to the podcast. She's our um, new co-host. Apparently, <laughs> she's here today, um, filling in. Hi, Marley. Okay, she said hi. <laughs> but yeah, so um, yeah, I, I think you know that's a little more personal. Uh, well, I never got to mess with a white man, and I always wanted to try. That's gross. Well, no, I'm sorry. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. I'm joking. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. What the hell? I'm joking. I'm joking. Stuff was that? Jesus Christ. But yeah, that was the whole point of me getting on Tinder, too. Really? Yeah. Wait, so it wasn't to find me? I told you I wanted to be a hoe, but I also was hoping to hook up with Wait, 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 wait. We're not going to gloss over that. Hold on. Pause. Rewind. You I told you I wanted to be, be a hoe. I never had a one night stand. Whatever. I can't even pronounce. I never had a one night stand. Marley, do not have. Well, live your life, girl. Listen, Marley's hearing Marley, this and she's life. like, I don't want to hear this. But that's wild. Oh, wow. So you've never had one. I never hmm. had a one night stand. I've never been a white man. And I wanted to try that. And I thought by getting it on Tinder. I would be able to do that. Remember, I told you that. And you told me the reason you got on Tinder was you saw me oh, one Lord, day and go. you was like, who's that, honey? Who's that, honey? <laughs> I was, like, no, I was more like, who? who's that chocolate job? Who's that cho- chocolate job? Exactly. Now you're telling me that you was over here trying to find your white chocolate sensation. Ugh. Well... More so like a white cookie. So was it? Were you cookie. just trying to have a one night stand with a white guy just to say you did it? Just to see yeah, what it's see like what to, it, be, to see what it's like. Because you know we have that saying that said, once you go black, you never go back. So what you're saying? Oh, so you're trying to see if you go white, you'll always be bright. Yes, isn't that? All right, I tried. I tried. I tried. I tried. Well, Sorry. Bars, 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 bars. And when we would give each other points, yeah. So that was like one point. For what? Oh, hey, for my bars. Yeah, yes. For okay. your bars. I thought you were saying that should give you a point for trying to have sex with a white man. But you know oh, what's my funny? Goodness. You know what's, uh, So, you know how a lot of people might get offended if they see a black girl with a white woman, white man? And they're like, oh, she's, she's a trick. I don't really see it like that. Because, you know, everybody, different, uh, different swirls for different people. And I wouldn't have a problem if you had told me that, yeah, you had relations with uh, Caucasians in the past. Because then he's like, all right, fine, whatever. You know, you're, you're an adult. You're experimenting, trying to find your swing or your swag or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I've never I've never uh, dabbled in the uh, uh, colonizer. Speaking, <clears throat> speaking of that colonizer, what kind of shit? I don't know. I was trying to see maybe there's a little race play in there, too. I don't know. Well, I, I do have something to say before we go. So if the kids bring someone home outside of being African-American, will you be mad at them? Oh, no. I don't give a shit about that. If Bryce was to bring home a white girl, I'd be like, I don't care. I'm like, hey, whatever. As long as you like a kid, that's good for me. I don't give a shit. 
Now, my whole thing is as long as her family respects you for who you are and doesn't just judge you based on your skin color, I'm fine with that as well. Because sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, you know, um, kids rebel against their families and they might do things that they know will piss off mom and dad or whatever. And that's the only thing. I just hope that if he falls for someone of a different... He or she. Don't forget Marley He or she, okay. Falls for someone of a different ethnicity. It's not because that person is over here having personal vendettas against their families, but that I hope that it's because the person generally cares for our offspring. But no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't care. I, I doesn't, at this point in life, like I said, maybe if I was younger, back in my 20s, early teens, yeah, I might have been like, hell to the fuck, no, son, but come on now. Everybody finds love. Well, I just hope. How about you? I don't care. I don't care. But I will say I know people in my family growing up. They were not happy with that type of situation. Like. Don't bring home someone outside of being black. Well, that being then, do you think they're still like that now? Mm, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, now that's the problem now. Well, they. I don't know. Because, you know, back then, of course, that was. I think it's because. We just go through so much as being. African-American and not even just being African-American. Different cultures. Do different things like. Prime example, even we're both African American and No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't you know call I'm about me to go. no bum. But we're not gonna go into that. We'll, we'll say well, that no, for yo, the next no, podcast. That disrespect with, man, right? Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll man, say that for the next man, podcast. Yard, man. Come from yard. Jamaicans. J A M A I C A N Mana Jamaican. Don't call me no African American. Jamaicans culture. I wouldn't say Jamaicans culture, but Right? That don't sound right. Um, but it's different. We grew up in two different cultures and we're both African American. My girl, let me just tell you, don't bumbuckle.com in an African American man a Jamaican, first and foremost. Man a Jamaican. Don't call me no African American. Don't, <laughs> don't even call me American. You can't call me African, but don't ja, ja African. Okay. But yeah, don't Sorry. disrespect. Don't disrespect. Man, Jamaican. First and foremost, my art bleed. Well, you know, the gold, you know what? The black let's, and the green. Let's go ahead and wrap oh. this up. Let's wrap this up. We'll save that the cultural difference. Yeah, the actually, cultural difference and, for next podcast. And that's a good thing. We'll definitely discuss that because you, I think, meeting me opened you up to a lot yes. of different things culturally that you weren't aware of. So hey, that's wait, something. Wait. We what about definitely- me? Me, I mean, you meet me. Well, yeah, you from a different. Thank you. You from the other coast. Give me some credit here. You know, I love credit. No, no, what I'm, yeah, definitely. Because you, you from the West Coast, obviously over there, you know, you guys speak differently. Uh, certain things you move differently. And so meeting you and then, you know, uh, like meeting your family and what have you. Yes, it was definitely, 
different uh, culture exposure for me as well because all I knew was New York. And then now to see how it's over there, it yes, it opened my eyes to a lot of things. Well, when, and I think that's and not only over there. You know, you might give a shout out to my Louisiana people. <laughs> Definitely, and like I said, and it for me, it's all I'm still learning a lot. Um, you know, every day that I speak to your friend from from Texas, shout outs to I don't want to I don't want to say names. I don't want to say names. That's Titi Nunu. Don't want to say no names, but you know, every day I'm learning different cultural aspects. So, yeah, and but that's why I said it's important for people to travel, and I think you get all these uh, bigoted views when you only travel as far as your neighborhood. People yeah, that's gotta why get I can't wait to world, get, go to Mexico. Yeah, or not even Mexico. see the world. Just get out of your state. You, you see a lot more there. <laughs> yeah, get out the state. But anywho, we've been doing this for at least an uh, hour. All right, yeah, so we're going to uh, wrap Marley it here, P, guys. My boobies like I said, are like... The, mil- the milk is, the milk is ready to flow. Marley's being very nice with us right now, so I don't want to terrorize her anymore. So I want to thank you for guys for tuning in to this episode of Podcasting with Bay. Again, new episodes every Wednesday around 11 a.m. So this way you'll have it to get through the most boringest parts of your workday, which is normally mid-evening. I'm sorry, mid-afternoon, mid-evening. That's normally the boring parts. After you Because normally in the mornings you get in and you want to knock out all the big shit. And after that, you just lollygag in until 4 o'clock. So every Wednesday, new episodes drop. Um, we'll definitely be promoting a bit more. Also, please leave feedback on our Instagram page uh, at Podcasting with Bay. Just like that, Podcasting with Bay. You'll find us. Uh, also, on we're dropping up a Facebook as well so we can communicate a bit more. And like I said, share the podcast out, guys. You know, it's a brand new podcast. We're definitely trying to get our following up. You know, leave some critiques. Let us know what we should do to, you know, to to keep your interest. Like I said, I'm whether it be good or bad, I'm all for it because it'll help us grow and provide better quality material to you guys. So thanks you. Thanks so much for Wait, listening. You didn't show. You didn't say where they can find you at on Instagram. Oh, okay. Name? So um, you can find me, of course, under the pod- podcasting with Bay Instagram. I run that along with Whitney. We both have access. So definitely uh, reach out on there. You can also reach out to me on Marcel underscore 876. That's the personal Instagram. Um, you can find me on Facebook as well. Just search Marcel. I'm probably there with 100 million, but I'm the only handsome one there. And he's the only dark one. Yeah, dark. <laughs> <laughs> um. And also Twitter, it is mad underscore Jamaican eight seven six. Mad underscore Jamaican. I'm trying to try to be more active on Twitter. Twitter, you know what's crazy? Twitter is probably cut the it, gateway from us going from maybe twenty, thirty, forty listens to a couple hundred. I just have to figure out how to use it. Yeah, oh, I got a Twitter there. and I'm not I'm not jiggy with it. All right, they, where can they find you? Oh yeah, okay, right, right. They can find me on Instagram at Miss With eighty six eighty six. That's M Z W H I T eight six. 
And then I have a hair page because if you guys don't know, I am a makeup artist and a hairstylist. You can find me, that page um, is Whitney Green Co. That's Whitney Green, as, like the color, and C-O. But yeah, those are the two pages. And then, of course, the podcast in Webay. All right, guys. So again, thanks so much for tuning in. And this has been another episode of Podcasting with Bay. Peace. Peace.